Hi, this is Larson Hicks, and welcome to my podcast, where I rant and rave about whatever it is I'm currently thinking about, and also occasionally bring in much smarter guests for longer conversations about topics they're passionate about. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome again to my channel. It's great to have you here. If you are new, welcome. I'm glad to have you. If you have not been on this channel before, um, this is my channel. I'm Larson Hicks, and uh, I'm just a dude in Huntsville, Alabama, and uh, just trying to share what I've learned over the years and things I'm thinking about, and um, hope it's helpful. Um, my background, if you're new again to this channel or new uh, to me, um, I'm an elder at a, at a church that I helped plant here in Huntsville uh, last year that's really grown um, surprisingly quickly. Um, also the CEO of a physician staffing company, a dad, got six kids, uh, number seven's coming next week. So uh, full house, lots of lots and lots going on, trying to keep a nostril above water. And uh, I appreciate you guys who, uh, who tune in. This is, this uh, YouTube channel has been kind of a way for me to kind of turn my brain off of work every now and then. Um, sometimes in the middle of the day, sometimes at the end of the day, like today, it's it's five o'clock and my brain's kind of fried. And I thought, hey, I'd just get on and record something. And I've got my little handy list of things that uh, ideas that I've thought uh, I need to do a video on this. And on that note, I've gotten a lot of feedback. I mean, not like, you know, hundreds of emails or anything, but I've had a bunch of friends and, um, and, 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 uh, uh, folks tell me, you know, about different aspects of this channel that they've enjoyed. That feedback's really helpful. Um, one of the things I've heard a lot about is, is, um, that the career stuff has been really helpful and encouraging. Um, and so, uh, and so I've kind of, I've kind of focused a little more on that, uh, recently. Um, I've got a lot of philosophical and theological and, um, and economic and, you know, ideas that I'd like to talk about as well, but, but, um, just kind of, you know, trying to, if I hit a vein of, uh, of a topic or a, an idea that's interesting, I want to, I want to dive deeper into it and, and hopefully be, be a help. And so today, and the reason why I'm recording, uh, I, I thought I picked this one today is, on the topic of buying a business, um, is because I, I know a lot of people in my church and in my, in my community who may be out of a job here, uh, pretty soon. And, uh, because of, uh, because of mandatory things that, uh, employers are requiring, um, that, uh, they're not willing to comply with. And, uh, you know, I, I don't judge, uh, I won't judge you uh, for for complying or not complying. I I think there's a lot. It's a very complicated, difficult decision, and uh, and I uh, think it's a decision that that every man uh, woman has to make for themselves and for their family. But uh, suffice it to say, we got a lot of folks in our community who are about to be trying to figure out what what to do next. And I think this idea of buying a business uh, may not be the idea that you've thought of or you've been even open to, but but I actually think it's way more attainable than starting a business. So hear me out on this. Um, and I'll tell kind of tell a story about another friend of mine. Uh, maybe I can have him on the show one of these days. If, if that's something you'd like to have, like to hear, if you'd like me to get deeper into this, this man's story, this friend, Ron, um, then let me know and maybe I can get him to come in and do a, a, an interview. But um, 
but the big picture, I, I've got a video um, I did a little while ago about the difference between um, starting a business and uh, running a business, um, operating a business, kind of the, the difference between a business and a startup. And in that video, I basically talked about how a startup is a temporary organization that exists to discover a business model. A business exists to execute a business model. Um, if that doesn't make sense, go back to that video. I think it was earlier in October. Um, but the thing about, um, really one of the hardest things about business is starting. Um, and it's not just like overcoming inertia uh, or, or, or creating momentum. It's, it's, um, it's, and it's not just all the costs and the things that, that, that it takes to get off the ground, but, but it, it's that whole process of discovering your market, discovering a niche. Um, you don't know what you don't know when you start a business. And a lot of people fail um, before they um, discover uh, their niche. A lot of people set their hand to the plow with not enough money in the bank, with not uh, you know, wildly underestimating how much time it's going to take to get the thing going. And, um, I appreciate the, the bravery. I've been that guy. I've, I tried to start two different businesses. Uh, I quit my job and, um, and tried to start two different businesses and, and, uh, very naively just thought, I'm just going to try to bootstrap this. I'm just going to try to jump in there and get this thing going. And, and I worked my tail off really hard, got contracts signed, got, you know, just did a lot of work to get this thing going, uh, but just ran out of money. And, you know, it's, it's a shame. And in one sense, I uh, wish I could go back and do it all over again, because I think I would have succeeded if I would have um, come at it um, with a longer time horizon. But, but the, but the, the point to make is the point to, that, that I want to make here is that the hardest part of most businesses is starting. Um, if, so that's the first point. The second point I want to make is one of the first videos I uploaded on this channel was titled Startup Porn and the Corporate Rat Race. If you haven't watched that video, then then this next point is going to be uh, a little strange as well. So I'll, I'll give a plug for that video. Um, and the point is that I don't think the goal for a Christian um, in business is to sell. Um I'm not saying that that's an evil thing in and of itself, but I think that um, that this whole culture of the whole point of starting a business is to build it so you know to where it grows and, and attracts investors so you can turn around and sell it. Um, I, I just don't I don't like it, um, and I, I know that some some businesses are more capital intensive than others there are a lot of businesses that are impossible to start without borrowing a lot of money or raising a lot of money um, so i'm not at all against capital or investment um, but i don't like the the short time horizon that people have i think it's a it's you know it's kind of a get rich quick scheme um, that's coupled with, you know, it's not like playing the lottery where you just go in there and slap a couple dollars down and get some tickets. It's a, it's playing the lottery, uh, but you're putting a lot of your own skin in the game. You're, you're working your tail off. And, and, uh, and the shame to me is that, um, you do all this work to build this thing that you end up handing off to somebody who's not going to, doesn't share your values. Um, and, uh, and, you may say, well, I'm going to make sure that I sell it to someone who does. 
once it's out of your hands, it's not yours and you don't have control of where it goes and what it does. That's just the nature of the beast. And so what I see is a lot of virtuous people who have a, a work ethic, uh, integrity, leadership skills, start things and then hand them off to people who don't have those things. And, uh, and you just watch the company slowly, um, spiral into, um, into being a bad company, <laughs> you know, being an evil company or being, uh, absorbed by an evil company. So, so that's my second point about, about why you shouldn't, uh, uh, maybe start a company, um, or, or a way that you shouldn't start it. But, but the thing that, that I want to, I want to kind of settle in on here is this idea that, um, because you're not trying to build a company to sell it, um, and because, um, and because starting a business is really hard, what other options are there? And I think the option is to buy a business. And when you hear buying a business, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, well, gosh, that doesn't that cost millions and millions of dollars? Well, it does if um, it does if you're you're trying to buy some company that's got some hockey stick like growth, because that's there that's where the value is is this future potentiality. And that's what people invest in. And that's the whole startup culture. That's the whole, that's what you're trying the perception that you're trying to build so that you can sell for a ton of money. Um, but, but, but if you look around you in, in your, in your city, just look around you. There are, there are dozens, if not hundreds of awesome, solid, profitable businesses that people are making a great living at that are not doing this crazy hockey stick growth thing, um, but are super profitable. Uh, you've got everything from, you know, things in the construction industry. Uh, you've got mom and pop restaurants and shops of all manner. Um, you've got service, you know, things, landscaping. Um, I mean, everything, you know, florists, restaurants, there are just so many, you know, just auto parts, whatever the store is. There's so many businesses all around you that are uh, super profitable, aren't doing something crazy, wild, revolutionary, groundbreaking, disruptive, uh, but are providing a great living for their owners. And what's also true is that because most people are not thinking multi-generationally about uh, work because they don't understand kind of some of the concepts I've talked about on this channel too, about the household. Um, I've got a, a video I think called household slavery equals employment or something like that. And I was trying to make this point that, that, uh, we, we sort of trade, um, we, we sort of exchange for comfort and, and quote unquote security. We exchange that for ownership. Um, so we have a household that we are, uh, you know, me and my wife are, together 100% owners of this household. And yet, uh, we both, you know, in most in the typical American household, you both do nothing to invest to build a business uh, and an economic enterprise within your own home, and you go work for someone else's household, uh, where you have zero equity you have zero ownership, and you just get paid a wage. Um, and, and so, um, that's what all so many of these businesses around your your town have done and they don't have kids who have grown up in the business with the plan to take over the family business 
And so they're looking to get out and they've spent their whole life doing the very hardest part, uh, which is getting the business off the ground and getting the business profitable. They've done that hard part. And now um, they want to retire and they don't have anybody to hand it off to. And so you can go on like business broker websites um, and find businesses for sale um, in your area. Um, and, and the cool thing about these businesses is the prices that they're asking are not crazy. Usually owner financing is on the table. Uh, and it's actually a benefit for the owners to finance it, um, because they don't get a big lump of cash in one year that they end up having to pay a ton of tax on. Um, and so if they spread it out over a couple of years, it's actually a benefit for them. And so the price can be really reasonable. A lot of people can just like refinance their home and pull the, the cash out that they need to, uh, to, to make this like down payment. Um, but an example, I'll give a really fast uh, flyby um, uh, example of a, a friend of mine, his name is Ron, who, um, who did this very thing. He'd been in the corporate rat race for 20, 30 years and was ready to do his own thing. I was just thinking, you know, I'm smart. I don't know why I'm not running a business and uh, I don't know why I'm working for someone else. And so he got on a business broker website and his criteria was like, I don't care what the business is. I just, it just needs to be profitable. Um, profitable enough to where it's spinning off enough, uh, cash that I could, you know, make a decent living. And I think he was looking for, you know, I think he was looking for a really modest income, but just like if it's his own thing versus working for someone else, um, the value of that being the, 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 the difference maker. Um, and so, and, and other than that, that was it. And, and it had to be within driving distance of his home. So he ended up buying, he lives here in Huntsville or in Madison. He ended up buying a business, I want to say outside of, uh, of Birmingham. It's about a 45 minute drive, I think for him every day. He bought this business that was of all things, a retail scrub, uh, store. So it was a store that sold surgical scrubs to, or, and, and just hospital scrubs. And super boring business. I mean, you, it's like, what, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to become a millionaire selling uh, scrubs? You know, like the, hadn't that been done before? It's like, yeah, it's been done before. And it's a thing that people need. And, and these guys are this, this, this old couple that's ready to retire is making a good living on it. And so he did exactly what I'm talking about. I think he got a second mortgage or refinanced his home, um, put a down payment, worked out a, owner finance deal, um, and got in there and took over this business. And the cool thing is he came in and I see this a lot with businesses where you put all this energy into getting the thing off the ground. And then when you finally get it profitable, you sort of like, you sort of collapse into your chair. Like, I, let's just, let's just leave it alone and let it just run now. And it's kind of natural, right? That you're just, you, you, you're burned, you, you, you've, you've burned the midnight oil for so long, just trying to get this thing going. And now that it's like profitable, you just don't want to mess it up. And it's frustrating to employees who are ambitious. Sometimes you're like, man, why aren't we doing this? Why aren't we investing in that? And, uh, and it's understandable to me that, that owners get to that point to where they're like, can we just, I just don't want to touch it right now. I just want to let it go. But there's a huge opportunity there for the person who's buying the business. Cause you're coming in uh, sort of standing on their shoulders and you've got the, this energy and enthusiasm, this is your thing now and you can do whatever you want with it. And so this is what my friend did. He came in and like, he was asking really simple questions like, 
why don't we offer any scrubs in the color yellow? And he called all, you know, asked all these, these customers, a lot of customers wanted yellow, um, called all the manufacturers. Nobody made yellow. He ended up buying a bunch of bolts of yellow fabric and sending them to the manufacturer and they made them for him and he's, and he put them in the windows and they sold like gangbusters, right? Simple stuff like that, you know, started selling shoes, took the business online. It hadn't been online. The online thing blew up. And then the real game changer for him, uh, happened when he started going to hospitals and saying, what do you guys need? Like, what are your problems? And the long and short of it was that, that they, um, ended up working out this deal with these hospitals where they would come in and set up a store at the hospital, open up the tab and let all their employees come in and buy stuff because they were solving a very particular problem for him. And that blew up. And I think within like five years, he had like several airplanes. He had like a, a fleet of uh, trucks that were driving all over the country to do these pop-up stores. Their online store was was the one of the top one or two or three um, online scrub stores. And so he had people throwing money at him, trying to get him to sell. And again, he wasn't necessarily listening to um, to to. Uh, this uh this concept that that i've been obsessed with about the household and the multi-generational thing but he ended up selling because they just made him such stupid offers that he couldn't really turn it down eventually um and that's where i'd say you know well don't do that part (laughs) you know hang on to it train up your kids you know to to take over the business potentially if you can you know hang on to the golden goose that's that's laying the golden egg or hang on to the goose that's laying the golden eggs don't don't kill it Um, but, but I share that story just to give you a tangible example of something that, that I personally know a friend who did this and, um, worked out really well. Um, and and I think it's something that, that if you find yourself in a place where you're thinking I need to make a career change and I really am interested in this household concept, this multi-generational concept, this, this, this making my home a productive home thing, think about buying a business. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, I talked about business brokers network, you know, um, drive around asking, you know, checking out businesses that look interesting, things that you'd enjoy doing, um, doing a franchise in case you don't know, I mean, uh, buying into a franchise like a, like a, you know, Chick-fil-A or, or I actually, I don't know if Chick-fil-A franchise, I think they, they do, uh, but it's kind of different. But doing like a, a franchise can be can be uh, difficult to do if you don't have a, a really high net worth. Um, that that's typically one of the requirements. So a franchise might be off the table for you. But I think these kinds of deals are all over the place, and um, and uh, and I just I just think people need to be looking for them, and and I don't think many people are. Um, you know, sometimes you're buying some inventory, but again, it's a very I think a, a pretty low risk venture because you typically have the ability to look at their financials over a long period of time and see what kind of business they've been doing. Maybe that they were hit hard by the pandemic and maybe the, their numbers are at a low right now. And, and that puts them in a place where they're going to have to knock a lot off of the asking price that they had originally thought. So there may be a great opportunity right now to buy businesses. Um, certainly something I think more, more folks should be thinking about. Um, I have some friends who are investors who love the idea of investing in um, in Christian-owned businesses. So, 
you know, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, that makes sense, I've got an idea and something I want to pursue, let me know and I'd love to connect you with people. Um, I'd love to hear other ideas too in the comments. If you're, if you know of other ways to find businesses to buy other than just your traditional business broker websites, sh- drop them in the comments because um, I'm really interested too. Maybe go into your like chamber of commerce meetings, um, you know, letting people know there. Hey, I'm, I'm interested in in buying a business. I'm looking for a local business that somebody wants to you know, hand over to another generation, just go to those meetings and network and get the word out. So anyway, there's my video for the day, 20 minutes, a little longer than I thought I would do for this. But, um, but I hope it's, uh, hope it's an idea that, that, uh, takes root in your brain and somebody out there in the internet, uh, runs with it and does something cool. If you do, let me know. I'd love to hear about it. And, um, If you have any questions, thoughts, ideas, concerns, prayer requests, whatever it is, let me know. Uh, It's good good to be back. I've been traveling for a a week and a half or so, business and church and family. And so it's it's good to kind of be back after a long time on the road. So I expect I'll be getting on here and uploading videos more frequently. All right. Have a great day. We'll see you.